On today's episode of the Hit Men Podcast, we're talking about the Eastern Conference Finals. The Miami Heat and the Boston Celtics already punched their ticket, but how did they get there? We need to recap it. we also talking about the Western Conference Finals and how the Luka Special got the best of the Phoenix Suns setting in the West. Quick hits, we're talking about an NBA superstar possibly being on the move to Miami, and we break down the NBA lottery. The Orlando Magic come up with the number one pick. Are they going to be getting the Shaq 2.0? We talk about it in this episode. Don't forget the sneaker rundown, the game show, and shout outs. Oh, and it's my birthday. You already know what's going on. Whenever you hear that MVP chant, you already know what's the deal. It's the most valuable podcast in the world. The Hit Men Podcast. Chris checking in. MG checking in. What's the word, big dog? How you feeling? <laughs> chilling, man. Chilling, bro. Got some good shit going on, so I'm all good, man. You? Talk about it. Talk about it. Let me know what's happening, bro. I'm feeling super powerful right now. It's Chris History Week. The episode finally dropping. It's the kid birthday. <laughs> Yes, sir. She, huh. Yeah, we only honoring one Chris this week. And that's you. <laughs> we gonna get off into it in a minute. Damn. Shots fired. Shots fired. Man, damn. Appreciate y'all tapping in with us each and every time we do it. Want to know? Want to let y'all know that we everywhere that podcasts live. Right? Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor. Shout out to the sponsor. All of that. Make sure y'all hit us up. In the mailbag, the Hit Me and Podcast at gmail.com. And don't ever forget the socials at Hit Me and Podcast, at Labeled and Known, at Virtuoso Sports. Right, Trap? Straight up. Straight up and down. I don't want to waste no time, man. You ready to get off into the show? <laughs> Let's rock it. Boom. We wop the band. So check it out. Eastern Conference Finals kicked off tonight. Y'all already know where it's at. Milwaukee. Nah. <laughs> Philly <Man>. Nah <laughs> It's the big Boston Celtics And the Miami Heat The Heat took game one tonight Jimmy effing buckets I never saw this shit coming I thought Jason Tatum was ready to go ahead and Be a buzzsaw But Jimmy was like nah uh uh-uh, Playboy let me holler at you real quick Talk about this third quarter we just got through checking out Jimmy Butler outscored the entire Celtics team by himself in the third. Uh-huh. Huh. Uh, and, I mean, and it was a what nine point game coming out of halftime, and the Heat outscored the the Celtics by twenty five in the third. Unheard and it of. was just too, and it, it was just too much for Boston to overcome in that second half. The way uh, 
Miami turned it up defensively, the intensity, um, the, the physicality, and then obviously Jimmy Butler just making shot after shot. And then you had guys like Oladipo and Strew stepping up, making some shots, Tyler Hero. Um, man, they, they kicked the Celtics ass in the second half. They look like they back for unfinished business from 2020 from that bubble, bro. Browner. Man, look, and I honestly, I think, I mean, and one of my concerns coming out of that Milwaukee series for Boston was how much more can they have left in the tank? I mean, I know they beat yeah. the Nets in four, but most of those games were hard, hard fought games, right? And then you go into a series with uh, Milwaukee and it's super physical for Classic. seven full games, right? Yes, and they had to come back in that series because they was down in that series. And it's kind of like either this was going either this was going to make them battle test it for this playoff run or it was going to wear them out so i'm it's only game one so you know not gonna overreact no marcus smart no al horford um, that too right and they, reasons, was, and they only but, lost by 11 um, with that no kyle lowry either for the heat yeah i mean they made a late late push at the end of the game because miami miami kind of took their foot off the gas a little once they got up like by almost 20 but um i mean this game really wasn't close in the second half after jimmy start taking over the turnovers killed the it, celtics it got out of hand for that yeah and i think I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what adjustments Ime Adoka makes because miami did a really good job of keeping Jalen and jason out of the paint especially in the second half i mean they don't went off in the first half but second half they did a really good job of keeping those two out of the paint um the number i always look for with tatum and brown and is there a specific reason why is three-point attempts that tells you the story of how they played that game nine out of ten times and when both of those got half of half of their shots came from three that means they either settled couldn't get to the basket or um were playing from behind usually um especially if the three's not falling because that's 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 really my that's really boston's problem if the threes ain't falling they have a tough time scoring on the inside a lot of games they seem to be kind of unstoppable when they played Milwaukee last series, though, to close it out in Game Seven. Um, Game Seven, I mean, they was, I mean, Grant Williams was, I mean, we talk about the green light of all green light. He was <laughs> just at, at a certain point. Um, but they were knocking down threes, and I mean, that's uh, I mean, Tatum got off to him, kind of started to take over a little bit in that third quarter, but. You know, we I, I say this all the time. Jason Tatum is at his best when he's going downhill, getting to the basket. The problem is he don't do it. He play he plays like he's six four and not six eight, right? And then Jalen Brown, his problem is he's really good in that mid range game, but he he will keep shooting threes even if he's zero of nine. He don't care. So if if the three ball ain't falling for them, it it kind of gives you a story of how the team offense went. <clears throat> Let me ask you a and stupid question. I, and I think, shoot. As of right now, it feel like Jason Tatum is more decorated in terms of playoff success than like a mellow, right? Been to three conference championships, mm -hmm. leading the team, seem to kind of be stepping into that upper echelon of top tier players like Giannis, like a KD, like a Steph Curry. He's starting to kind of. I don't of, give him credit for that first conference championship. Okay, so two conference championships. <laughs> Tough crowd. Because Jalen, because Jalen was the best player throughout. Jalen was the Jalen was the best player in that playoff run until the actual conference finals when Jason Tatum outplayed Jalen Brown in the actual conference finals versus Cleveland. So, do you think do you think Jason Tatum? 
can be bre- can be better than Melo? Yes. Damn. I <laughs> I, I would say. And the big reason why is defensively, he's on a different level than Melo ever was. Defensively, you think? Okay. Now, yeah, defensively, he's on a whole different level than Melo ever was. Now, right. offensively, I, I I don't think he'll ever be better than Melo offensively. Melo, Melo was a Melo was a was a different breed. But if you're asking me, you want a two way guy. Um, build around you know or do some stuff with i take jason tatum but if i'm just looking for somebody to just give me buckets i'm picking mellow all day that's uh, not even debatable for me with Mello on that part i don't really take much away from this game one we've um, seen what mellow did i think the they playoffs. sunk shots at home the way this is, they're supposed to do i think it's the same thing that happened this start is the same thing that happened with the milwaukee and boston series like the home team won at home like you said al horford was out marcus smart was out um it's the Eastern Conference Finals. It's, it's contentious. Jimmy had 41. That's kind of like playoff Jimmy is different. Like you know, you don't associate, even though his nickname is Jimmy Buckets, you don't associate him with getting we're going for 40 like that. But I think he's hungry. And he got the team he's flying under the radar during this playoffs, man. He did. He did. Tyler Hero finally. We had a Tyler Hero sighting. Finally, shit. He was missing in action for a minute. Gave him 18 off the bench. Um, I don't really know. Like I don't. I'm. I'm not tripping off of it. I think that this is one game, and the Celtics scared the shit out of me. So I don't know. We have to. We have to see what happens in a couple of days. Like you said, I'm looking for the email Udoka's uh, adjustments. But DJ Khaled yeah, wasn't mean, looking too. He wasn't looking too confident today. He was rubbing Spooster's shoulders the other day. You feel me? He had a suit on like the yeah. one I got on right now. Excuse me. I'm just. I'm literally just coming in from the lottery. Before we uh, and we'll talk about that in a second as well, but I ain't get a chance to really get cozy like I wanted to. But this is gonna be a good one. I, I don't know if it has to yeah. be better than Milwaukee and Boston, but it's gonna be damn close. I think it will be better for the simple fact it's not gonna be uh, one man versus an entire t- franchise like Giannis versus the Celtics was. You will not let that shit die. <laughs> it lit- bro, who, who, bro, Drew Holiday was. Horrible in that series. Yeah, horrible. While we on that subject, let me ask and you. Real I will quick. Say, let me ask you real quick. Gun to your head. I will say though, the games where they didn't give Giannis every one of those little bullshit ass calls that should be a charge, those were the games they lost in the series. That's all I'm saying. Let me ask you this, Gun to your head. Do you feel like if they had Middleton, they would have won that series? Because I still don't. No. I really don't feel that way. Middleton doesn't fix the issues that they were having. He doesn't fix it, um, right? Defensively, who he guarding? Exactly. That's why like, I've been man. I've been arguing for two days about this shit. Who he guarding? Like, well, and then offensively, was hurt. I'm like, so what, man? So yeah. what, dog? And and, and, and and the thing with Middleton is, he's hit or miss. I don't understand where all of a sudden Chris Middleton became prime Glenn Rice, but. That dude is hit or miss, <laughs> right? One one game, Chris Middleton will be three of ten, and then the next game he'll be he'll be four of twelve, and then the next game he'll be ten of fifteen. He's a he's like an every other every two every three games kind of guy, and that was one of the issues that they've had these past years in terms of having that second guy. Now last year Middleton just so happened to step up um, in the conference finals, but even if you go back to the finals. 
that was Giannis and, and Drew Holiday making some defensive plays on Chris Paul. But like Middleton don't really move the needle that much for me in terms of what was actually happening in that series. Middleton being there don't fix, but uh, not adjusting after Grant Williams launches almost 23s. Let's that don't about, Chris Middleton being there don't change what Bud's decision is on that. Let's talk about this third quarter some more. Thirty nine to fourteen after Boston led the first two quarters, mm-hmm. they come out and just start chopping the shit out of the basketball against the Boston Boston Celtics at home. Spoelstra must have gave them the adjustments of a lifetime. Jimmy went seventeen for eighteen from the free throw line. Uh, Bam with some hella five blocks too. I know you saw a lot of those in that arena. Like, yeah, I, I forgot they renamed it the FTX. It was the AAA, um, American Airlines. But those are the energy plays that we remember from ten years ago when they had the big three out there. You know what I'm saying? Like that white hot heat. But mm-hmm. the adjustments are, are what are gonna really make and break this series because they're pretty two. They're two evenly matched teams. Like the Heat got hella five defense. The Celtics. They got great defense, but they also have some superstar scoring ability. Uh, and then the benches are pretty much even as well, bro. Like that third quarter was was really what changed or made the difference in this game. I don't expect to see that moving forward. I don't think Emay's gonna let that rock. I, I even with all that being said, bro, I do not know who's gonna win this series. I couldn't even tell you for real. Yeah, because there's just so many. There's just so many factors. Um, Cause like I said, both coaches are really good at making adjustments. Um, both teams have some depth. I mean, obviously Boston has the size advantage down low. When, once Horford gets back, they said he might miss game two though. Cause he's yeah, in health and safety that. protocol. So we'll that. see. Um, and I mean, honestly, it's kind of better for Miami without Kyle Lowry out there right now because he, he's been horrible in the playoffs. Um, <laughs> and if he was out there, that would mean less Oladipo as well. And Oladipo's been giving him some really good yeah, minutes on both him. ends. So. They need him for sure. <laughs> um, but I mean, again, like I said, shot selection, shot selection, shot selection. This is what it's always going to be about with Jason Tatum for me. Shot selection. He plays like he's 6'4". It don't work get to the bucket bro and and when he got to the bucket and when he got into the paint tonight he had success right but when he starts set up when he set up for jumpers he wasn't getting them so um and what happens a lot of times too is with boston if they get to the rim and they get their shots blocked a couple times or don't get a couple foul calls they start settling settling for threes that happened a lot in that milwaukee series um where they start settling for threes and those were some of the games that they you know struggled in so if they just keep attacking the basket put that pressure on bam because bam is only one man you got to put the pressure on the middle of that defense um because you're bailing them out by taking long threes because when you talk about the perimeter when you got the defenders that they got out there in miami liking to get out and run after defensive stops you're just helping them out by taking long jumpers so getting to the getting to the back you know getting to the paint obviously miami's trying to wall that off because they know that but um that's where ball movement and just schematically from you know a play calling standpoint where you where you break that down so um I, I think the one thing that boston misses even with having a marcus smart is they don't have a true point guard who can break down a defense and mm, open stuff up right and i and i think as good, as good as Marcus Smart is for them, what they do, 
they need somebody who can break down a defense and 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 crack open the middle of the floor because if they don't get to the middle of the floor and they start settling for jumpers nine times out of ten it's probably going to be an off night from long range and they're going to struggle offensively so they definitely need to find a point guard to kind of slide into that role who can, can create dj white does it a little bit for them i mean yeah, but yeah yeah Derek White. i'm sorry but he does it a little bit for him but not enough um and he's not good enough defensively to justify leaving him on the floor that much but that's that's something that i've i've, I've kind of noticed with them is that, that that's that's a missing piece for them they tatum, need somebody who can break down the middle of the floor does tatum got to get him 44 minutes 45 minutes a night every night in order for them to win the series or can they can they do it with him giving them 40 42 depends on how he's playing that night if he's playing efficient basketball getting to the bucket getting to the free throw line I, it, it, miami gonna have a long night let's miami do this let's do this night. real quick before we talk about the second game because i really want to get your take on that too we're gonna do the top eight players in the series. We're gonna have a draft real quick, back and forth, back and forth, and we're gonna end up. Okay. We, we're gonna find out who, after each pick, is basically has the best players on that team. So I'm gonna give you the first pick, and we're gonna see where it ends up, top to bottom. I'm taking Jimmy Butler as the best player in the series. Damn! <laughs> yeah. Shit. <laughs> only because it's playoffs. If this was re- if this was regular season, Damn. I'm not picking him because I know he only gonna play 40 games. But in the playoffs, I'm taking Jimmy Butler. All right, so you got Butler. Give me Tatum, and then I'm taking Jalen Brown. I think I'm taking Robert Williams after that, bro. To be honest, I'm taking Bam. I'm, then I'm taking Bam. <laughs> I think I got I, the time lord with my second pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, so taking, I, I'm taking Bam. So then. I got Tatum and Time Lord. You say you're taking Bam. Mm-hmm. Uh, my third pick. Give me. Who you say you pick? You pick Butler and Bam? Butler and then Jalen with okay. my second pick. And then, and then, and then Bam then with got, my third You got yep. Bam. Uh, is Grant Williams better than Tyler Hero? Give me, give me, give me Horford if he's healthy. Give me Horford if he's healthy. Okay, that was gonna be my next pick. <laughs> that was really about to be my next pick. <laughs> <laughs> so if you are gonna take him, then I'm gonna take. Uh... Ooh, I'm gonna. Ooh, ooh, I'm gonna take Marcus Smart. Ah, you motherfucker! <laughs> I'm, I was motherfucker. debating it, bro. I was really debating. <laughs> okay, so you got four. Uh. Do I want to go Oladipo, Tyler Hero, Tyler Hero? Give me Tyler Hero. Okay, then uh, I'm taking uh, I'm gonna take PJ Tucker since you took out Ooh, Nice, nice, <laughs> nice. Um, so that's that's that four or five for you? Five. Okay, that so- was a. Uh, Smart, Butler, Jalen, Bam, and Tucker. Okay. And I got Rob, Tatum. I got Rob, Tatum, Oladipo, and Horford. Damn. Uh... 
You pick all the depot just now? No. My yeah. last pick was uh Tucker. Give me all the depot then. But that by and large, what that says is we did we pick more heat overall than, than Celtics? Because only we picked uh, we picked Jalen, Robert Williams, Tatum, Marcus Smart, and Horford, right? Five? Yeah. So it was five and five. All right, cool. I was trying to see if we were ultimately gonna pick one team over the other in terms of like the six best players on the Celtics or the six best players. Nah, on the I heat. just know you my team is clamping everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get <laughs> we you. switching everything. I get we clamping you. everything. Now who's the best? Now which coach would you want? You want Spo or you want Eme? I want Spo just because he has a proven track record. Because I like e right? Yeah, I like Eme, and he's done a lot of great things, especially with adjustments and stuff. But this is the first go around, so. I got to go with the guy who I've seen do it year after year, especially with less talented groups before Jimmy and all of these guys got here. Let's talk the Western Conference Finals real quick, man. Ooh. Everybody talking tough when they up. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Set them boys down quick, huh? Man, look. Look, man. Like I said. Tell me you saw that Chris, coming, though. I really didn't. Bro, I didn't, bro. It, bro. You don't look, man. No Scott Foster. That's what I was really looking for. I was like, okay, Scott Foster. Is Scott gonna do game seven? Because if he's doing game seven, I already know who I'm picking. Straight but um, I expected game seven to be competitive, but I didn't expect game seven to. Neither. I didn't expect Dallas to win, and I didn't expect them to win the way they won. On top of that, I didn't expect Dallas's role players to play that way because that's been my issue with yeah. Dallas winning game seven. It it was. They're a way different home. Like they, what they've only lost like what three home games since the since the calendar year started. Right. So they're clearly, and we've seen it all playoffs. They haven't lost a home playoff game yet, and they're just a way worse team on the road because the role players don't play as well. So that was my thing with Game Seven. Was like, okay, Luca. I think I thought Luca was going to show up, but the, I didn't think the role players were going to show up the way they did. Man, have you ever been in a grocery store? Picking that stuff that you were supposed you weren't supposed to be putting at the cart and putting into the cart, and your mama beat your ass in the in the grocery store like you stole some. I had that. That's what that felt. That's what that looked like the Man. other day. <laughs> That's what that looked like. It looked like your mama. You try to throw a temper tantrum in the middle of the store, and, your, and my mama beat the sleeves off of me, bro. <laughs> More concerning. Chris Paul quit in the second quarter. DeAndre Ayton, DeAndre Ayton quit right after halftime. And Book quit. And Book quit kind of towards the end of the third. Like, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, and honestly, yeah, I mean, they, I mean, they got their asses handed to them. I mean, there's really no other way to put it. Anybody who saw the game, that game was okay. First quarter, Dallas got off to a high start, and uh -huh. then. Phoenix tried to claw back in and they got, you know, they got it to within 10 points. And then the second quarter happened and they was down by like 20 or 22 going into halftime. And then you look up five minutes into the third and holy shit, this is a 40 point game. Yeah, they just like, man, we waiting on to hit triple zero so we can get up out of Man, it's like the dam had a crack in it and it just didn't hold up. Talk about it, bro. Hashtag sunset. You feel me? <laughs> uh, bro. And I mean, and, and at, a, at a certain point, once because I mean that's always the heat check monitor for Luca, the step back three. If he's knocking them down, right. you like it's like it's like with LeBron, right? When LeBron started taking threes at the beginning of the game, it's all heat checks, right? But if like two of them fall, you like ooh, mm, LeBron about to have one of them nights. And once and once Luca start making that step back three, you like mm, it's about to be one of them nights. Yeah. 
How about uh did you hear the did you hear before the game? I, I gotta pat myself on the back real quick. Round of applause for the kid. I know I need to say my my shit for loud, but it's Chris Appreciation Week. Kid birthday. I'm I'm uh, I'm on 20. Hey. I'm on 20. Did you see that uh they put my tweet up there? No, what? Yeah, before the game. No! I'm gonna send it to you. I'm gonna send you. I, I recorded it, but yeah, they they put my shit up there because Charles Barkley was like, with all due respect, like, thank you, Luca, but if it's a game seven, I ain't doing no interview with nobody. Like, don't talk to my ass. Like, I got <laughs> you feel me? I gotta get ready for a game. But yeah, they threw me up there, man. Um, I don't like how the Suns went out. Is is word around the campfire is it might be a, a DeAndre Ayton to Portland trade type of deal situation right now. Um, Monty Williams didn't really give him a glowing, uh, I don't know, like a post game interview. He didn't really say too. He said like the reason that he was down to seventeen minutes is something mental, something personal, right? Um, well, I, it it kind of felt real like Doc Rivers on Ben Simmons ish. You feel what I'm saying? Well, I look, man. And just going off of history, I think it's a, I think it's a I think it's a three way problem. I think there's a problem between DeAndre and Monty, and I I would not be surprised if it was DeAndre and Chris. We talk about the best team in the league, wired or wired though. Like what? Like yeah. they were odds on favorite to win the championship, and now we coming out is like yeah, it's a problem. We need to retool it. The biggest thing right now is the money. They can't pay Bridges. They can't pay Chris Paul, Devin Booker, and DeAndre Ayton all max money. They can. Sarver just don't but want Sarver's to. Sarver's not going to do that. Like, you know who yeah. we're talking about. You know what I'm saying? Like, they haven't paid the luxury tax since like 2009. So, so. what did that tell you? You think they're just going to start doing that shit now? No. They had to win the title this year. They had to. And on top of that, I think, um, and I'm, I'm going to throw this out there, and I know a lot of people not going to agree with it because there's a lot of Chris Paul fans out there, but Chris has stunned the growth of DeAndre, Mikhail, and Cam Johnson. Would you trade him? Would you trade him? Chris? Yeah. Would you trade him right now? It depends on what's available. I'm not just going to trade him just for the sake of trading him, but I do think that, and it's part of it is because of the way Chris plays. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a great point guard if you have a team with under-talented guys, right? Because he's going to make them better. But when you got a guy, when you got a team full of guys with talent, where we see flashes out of Bridges, we see flashes out of Aiden, we see flashes out of out of Cam Johnson when they have the ball in their hands. Yeah. But they don't have the ball in their hands because if Chris nah. Chris has it most of the time, if he don't got it, Book got it. Right. So, um, like it, for example, I don't think DeAndre Aiden had a single offensive touch he until didn't. halfway through the first quarter. He didn't. You, I saw you tweet that too. And it was bizarre. Like, it was bizarre watching it. Like. Y'all not even trying to run an in-and-out game. Like y'all really no. like letting Luca and them get off, and y'all trying to play catch up at this point. When you really should be running it through Aiden and then trying to figure it out, having him pass out of the post to get easy shots. But they weren't doing, it. and they were missing every fucking yeah. shot. And they missed everything, bro. For a team that they played against a team that was severely under undersized in comparison to them. Not only that, but. I know he's a professional athlete and everybody says, well, he's getting paid to do a job. He should do it and he should make the sacrifices that he's made in terms of an individual individual standpoint. But every we're still humans at the end of the day and take it back to street ball. If a guy doesn't touch the ball on offense, he ain't going to play as hard on defense. Running back on defense. I ain't none of that shit. Bruh. Yeah. Like, and so 
I kind of, he feels disrespected by the front office. Like, is DeAndre Aiden Shaq or David Robinson? No. But we see, we've seen what he can do when he gets touches. The dude has had literally four playoff games out of his 35 career playoff games where he shot under 50 percent and right. only uh and only 11 out of the 35 did he shoot under 60 percent that's right and this dude manages to get five touches here one game maybe seven touches another game like there should never be a game where he has less than 15 shot attempts right he's too not only is he just one of the bigger players in the league but he's too efficient at what he does <laughs> I was at the lottery tonight and my dumb ass. <laughs> uh -oh. I forgot I had my I forgot I had my uh my Kappa pin on my lapel. And Mark Tatum after he got through doing the numbers and stuff, he's in my fraternity. And I shook his hand. He was like, all right, all right, all right, bro, all right, bro. I'm like, oh damn, I forgot I had the shit. <laughs> ah. Wow. Bro. Ah, tripping. Wow, bro. I could have got some inside info. Side note. We're gonna get off into the lottery into in a second in the quick hits, but uh I it just I'm just I'm I'm wired, bro. But I'm like, damn, I wanted so badly to not like Kendrick Perkins, bro. <laughs> Kendrick Perkins is cool as fuck. He the coolest. He's funny as shit. He funny as hell. I, I wanted so bad to not like him, bro. But he I assume he, he is, you he, know. He's infectious, bro. He he the ever shot to KP. Um, That's how I felt about Draymond, and then like you listen to Draymond podcast, and yeah, like, Fuck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a really good fucking. Like, oh, like, <laughs> <laughs> I feel you, yeah, Kendrick the man, bro. Hey, what you think about what you think about how this is gonna go down? Dallas and Golden State, bro. J Kid, Steve Kerr mm. played against each other in the league, coaching against each other in the league. Both in fine, both been in finals, both got rings. Now they got you feel me, superstar talents. I kind of want to do the draft for this one as well, like. But by and large, you would say like, Golden State got the better team, player for player. Yeah. Well, my only concern. Luca's a with, difference maker, though. I didn't think that. I, I, I mean, I said it, man. I said it after his first playoff. That that, that first playoff year. You did. I said, look, you get to do the little bit of help. <laughs> he gonna win you a title. This is not I the team. I, this is not the team that I thought no. was gonna be that. No, team. I mean, they, and they, they, part of that, I mean. After they traded Phoenix. Porzingis, I thought, I thought, all right, we don't know what this is going to look like. I and if we're going to be honest, they should not be here. Phoenix, Word, exactly. Phoenix completely shit the bed in game seven. Implode. Utah completely shit the bed themselves because they got their own issues and shit going on. Mm -hmm. So um, not to discredit what Dallas has done because they've played really good defense. Um, they've taken care of home court. J-Kid has made the adjustments he's needed to make. Luka's even starting to give up the ball more than he usually has and then you, you know some guys have been stepping up here and there too so um credit to dallas but they weren't supposed to be here. do you think they have a chance saying all of that do you think they got a chance to, to even be competitive with the warriors um yes but luca is luca is gonna have to be more than just the best player in this series just like i mean i said it before game seven against phoenix if Dallas was going to win that game. Luca had to be special. And he was in that game. Yeah. And he's going to have to do that for a full. He's going to have to do that against Golden State because Golden State ain't going to quit. I mean, they already had their quit game against Memphis. So I don't expect another quit game from them. <laughs> so um, the real the real problem for Dallas becomes Golden State wants to play small ball. 
so you're you kind of you're playing into their hands. I mean, Golden State's going to have some issues defending Brunson and Luca because they're physical. Who, and go, they're, who guards Luca? Who guards Luca? Draymond. If I'm if I'm Steve Kerr, Wiggins. Wiggins. I'm, I'm because Draymond. Wiggins oh, might be I'm, the only person who I'm has the strength and the size and the athleticism to deal with it. I got Draymond. That's it. Because my problem with Draymond is Draymond gonna pick up quick fouls. On Luca? Mm, yes. I, I think he can play discipline. I think, but I, I would, I can't, I can't trust. And on top of that, I can't get the dribble. Because I mean, I mean, of course, like strength wise, you want Draymond on him, but off the dribble. I'm not counting up because that's the thing with Draymond. Draymond is not a great perimeter defender. He's a great help side defender and a decent post defender, and he's high basketball IQ. But normally it'd be Clay, though, right? They would say Clay's the best perimeter. Clay, defender, but, but Clay historically has given Luca the most problems out of anybody on this current Warriors team. But I want Wiggins on him. I want, I want, I want. I don't know if he's ready for that. Athleticism. He looking I, more I, like I, Harrison Barnes than Andrew Wiggins lately. You feel me? I, offensively, yeah, but <laughs> defensively, Wiggins has been holding it down. Like that, that, Wiggins has still been holding it down defensively. So I, like, I mean, I like Draymond, bro. I, don't I know. want Wiggins, I and if we're really being honest about it, and Steve Kerr wouldn't do this because Steve Kerr sometimes can be a little. Small minded. He kind of he kind of he kind of falls in love with what's working at the time. You're right. I bring pool off the bench and I start Kaminga and I start Kaminga. Agree, agree. One million percent. because for the exact same reasons that I'm starting Wiggins on him, strong, physical, fast, athletic, um, and then that way, any fouls that happen, Kaminga can pick those up instead of a Wiggins or a Draymond because once those two get into foul trouble, then you're kind of it starts to go a little downhill defensively for Golden State, so right. I don't want to risk him getting in foul trouble early against Luka uh, doing his best Chris Paul impression or just, you know, being physical and picking up the foul by getting to the basket. So I would rather start Kaminga on him. And then Wiggins, too, because, again, when Draymond comes off the floor, that Golden State defense is different, and I'm not trying to I'm not trying to sacrifice Draymond um, to pick up three quick early fouls in the first half, and I got to sit him a whole third quarter. Straight up. So, um, do they have a shot though? With all that being said, do they got a shot in hell? Um, I'm gonna say it for you. I'm gonna say it for you. It's cool. It's cool. And it's not because of Luca. It's not because of Luca. It is literally how (laughs) people are. You are people really expecting me to put my faith in Reggie Bullock and Dorian Finney-Smith and Max Kleber and Bertans for seven games? I can't. I can't. Hell I know Luca going. I know Luca going to ball out, but hell no. <laughs> I can't put my faith in them role players. Fuck man. no. <laughs> I can't. And and again, this is a whole different matchup than what than what Phoenix and Utah were because Phoenix and Utah likes to play slow. Yes, they like to play slow, and Luca likes to play slow. Golden State is going to try to speed you up. We run it. We run it. And we run and especially it. against a good Dallas defense with the way that they trap and they switch and they recover so well, you don't want to play half court offense against them because you're playing into their hands. You want to get out in transition and force the miscommunications and the confusion. That way they can't have time to set those double teams and traps for you. So I I think from a matchup standpoint, this is probably the worst matchup Dallas could have gotten. (laughs) I'm glad you said it. 
I'm glad you said it, bro. <laughs> um, I think they it, might get one game. Matchup. I think they might get one game. They're gonna be close because both teams are gonna be shooting. But I think they get one game. I give them. I give them six, just because uh, Golden State hasn't shot the balls consistently. They've been chilling. They've been chilling since last week, bro. I think it's over. Yeah. I think. And I think, I think people. I know a lot of people lost faith in Golden State out there too because of how that Memphis series went. But people yeah. forget they were the second best ranked, like what number two defense in the league this year behind Boston. Yeah. And they didn't have probably the worst defender in the starting lineup, which was Ja on the floor. So, of course, defensively, they're going to look a lot better in those games. And they compete. They're young. They're hungry. They got an ego. Like, they, they you know, I, I I didn't look too much into Golden State struggles against them. Keep it locked. We got a lot more fun basketball coming down the pipeline. Uh, let's get off into the quick hits real quick. Uh, first and foremost, the lottery happened tonight. Uh, Orlando Magic came away with the number one pick. One of Whoa. the big storylines for me is that the Oklahoma City Thunder, who already had hella five picks, uh, they get two more picks in the lottery coming up this year. So, um, OKC at number two, Houston Rockets at number three, the Kings at four, Pistons at five to round out the top five of the lottery. So, obviously, the big gifts are Jabari Smith, Paulo Boncaro and Chet Holmgren. You could have stopped after the first two. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not a believer in the Chet thing, man. I'm not. They interviewed him tonight, and he was trying to tell them what type of player he was going to be. But I'm a Paulo guy. I think Jabari Smith. ninety percent from the free throw line, bro. You barely, you barely shot over seventy in college. What you talking about? I think it's gonna be Paolo, bro. I don't know about you, but I think it's Paolo. Paolo, bro. I, I've been saying this since the first time I saw Paolo play. Paolo is the one. Yeah. That's the one that. I, look, man, I done seen that dude do some shit, and I, I think he's going to be one of those guys that's a better pro than college player. Uh, just, just me. But I do, I, I think Jabari's a, a savage, though. Like, if I'm at the number one pick, I'm taking Jabari. I just like Paolo more, but I would take Jabari number one. I'm not touching Chet. I'm not. He's a buck. He's like 7'2", a buck like, a, what, a buck like 70 Cool, he can dribble the ball. Whoop de fucking do, and he can block shots because he's fucking tall. Not feeling it at all, bro. I seen him get pushed around by college guards, and he played at Gonzaga against no real competition. When he played real competition, he struggled just like he did in that college in the final game where he fouled out the game. What do you like? You gonna put Chet out there on the floor against Embiid? No. Huh? Hell, hell. Or you gonna you gonna you gonna have him get switched into a pick and roll they with? Catch the people's uh, elbows. What, like, bro, he, like, he gonna get caught in a pick and roll with Luca? Are we? Or what? <laughs> Come on, dog. Like, I, look, man. And I'll say, and I'll say this because this is the comparison I make. He reminds me, and people sleep on this. You remember, uh, you remember rookie and second year Porzingis before he tore his knee? Yeah. When he was a beast, yeah. he was doing everything offensively, yeah. defensively, Electric, running the floor, catching yeah. lobs, yeah. blocking shots. Chet Holmgren reminds me of a very poor man's version of that Porzingis. Because at the, at the thing about all this hype for him, what does he do better than that version of Porzingis? Pat dribble, okay, and now you got more tape on him than you did on Porzingis at the time. So, so um, and and honestly, if I'm let's say, because I I mean Chet's probably going in the top two. He's not falling past three. If it's me, I'm looking at that DeAndre Ayton situation. Yeah. Like you want Chet? Take him, give me Aiden, because I already know what Aiden can do, and I don't think Phoenix has been doing him any justice. So, I look, I would, I would, 
I would think about it if I was a, uh, if I was one of them three, man. I really would. The Miami Heat uh, seem to be potential suitors to land Donovan Mitchell in the offseason. Ain't no real word about whether or not they're going to take uh, a serious look at Rudy. I was thinking Rudy to Portland if Aiden doesn't go to Portland, if that's the situation. I know. I know you don't like him, bro. <laughs> no, not even that. I'm Even the Donovan Mitchell to Miami thing. Donovan makes Miami worse. So the, the notion that he's going to the Knicks is out. The Knicks would be, I mean, the Knicks would be fine. I don't know what the Knicks would give up. I don't know what Utah would want from the Knicks. I guess. I'm supposed to take, I'm supposed to take Obi Toppin and, and Julius Randle? Nah. He can, superstar, like, he can superstar money, though. That's the thing that bothers me about the whole situation. Yeah. So, like, I'm not really, I'm not really subscribing to the, uh, Donovan to my I, I mean of course he's a bigger name than what they have but number one he makes them smaller he makes them a worse defensive team he makes them a worse shooting team yeah. does it give him a little more athleticism yeah but he, he literally adds nothing else to that Miami team I, I, I would I would hate that move I'd love to see him in Atlanta they can make it happen him and Donovan would be okay I mean him and Trey would be okay until they start DeAndre getting Hunter. cooked until they start getting cooked by Boston guards <laughs> Because neither one of them, uh, him and Trey, can't guard. So, I mean. But that's not, that's not what they own down there, no way. You know, they don't get down on defense. So, yeah. Nah, I mean, I mean, I mean, Charlotte was probably one of the worst defenses I've ever seen this year. But, I mean, that don't. Trey and Donovan in the backcourt. Oh, God. Um, I, I mean, I think about. Oh, God. I mean, I'm. Mm. I'm going to let you think about it. To be continued on it. Let me tell you this one, though. Lakers Look. got a standing trade. They had a standing trade offer with the Houston Rockets. Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. Why wow, I always say Russell Westbrook <laughs> for John Wall. <clears throat> and the Rockets said, y'all got to give me that draft pick, too. John Wall. John Wall's going to opt into his, to his player option. I think it's $47 million. Uh, So the money pretty much lines up. I've been saying this shit for damn near a year now. Like, that was always going to be the move. John Wall was gonna I'm, get traded for money. He was not. He wasn't gonna get traded for talent. And it just it just makes sense to swap players. Send Russ back to Houston. Get John Wall a shot in L.A. That's ultimately where he wanted to be. Either there or Miami. Anyway, everybody knew it. So yeah. I mean, I mean, it was gonna happen before the whole holdup was that Miami. I mean, Houston wanted that Laker first round pick. I think it was what twenty twenty five or twenty twenty seven and the Lakers weren't willing to give up give it up because they don't have another pick after that until like the end of the decade. So um that sounds crazy. On top of that, John Wall does not fix the Lakers problems. I don't I mean I mean he's not. a cl- he's a clutch guy, but I mean he he's never really been able to stay healthy. He's he can't really shoot. He can can he defend a little bit now? Yeah, he's lost some of it because of the injuries, yeah. but he'll put in an effort on that end at least. And he can pass, but I mean, it really, you're really just swapping one problem for the same problem. They're talking about uh, having interest in in um, Kenny Atkinson as their next head coach after they got rid of uh, Frank Vogel. I'm gonna pray for Kenny Atkinson. I'm gonna pray for Kenny Atkinson. You feel me? <laughs> I'm gonna pray for Kenny Atkinson, bro. <laughs> That's all I got for the quick hits for the week, man. That's it for the BAMs as well. Make sure y'all hit us up in the mailbag to hitmeinpodcast at gmail.com. Y'all got to send them birthday wishes in to the kid. You know what I'm saying? I need that. I need that. I need that. Don't forget to check us out on the socials at hitmeinpodcast at labeled and all. 
at Virtuoso Sports. You ready to get off into the rundown, bro? Let's run it. Let's run it. I've been buying everything for the summer for my daughter. I'm still waiting on my shit. DSG, where my shoes at, man? Fuck. <laughs> I got a 72 and 10s. I got a uh, a pair of them Navy. I got a pair of Navy uh, sixes. They still ain't came. I'm still waiting on them, but boom. Like I said, May 10th, Chris Appreciation Week already kicked off with a bang. Jordan Brand coming out with the Zion One. He had a collab with the anime Naruto. So he got a Nine Tails and he got a Sage of the Six Path. Those are dropping in the morning. Uh, May 19th, LeBron Nine Low. LeBron the Palmer colorway. I'm not feeling them, but I'm sure they for the Bro, I wish they would stop dropping the lows of the nines, bro. Like, don't nobody want the lows. Gooch. Good. May 20th, you got KD14, uh, Ron English colorway. Uh, Nike Hirachi dropping on the 20th as well. You got a Reebok question. Me and Margella Memory of the White. Reebok got a Zoom 3D. This is kind of decent right here. The Amazing Margella collab with Reebok is coming out. That's what this whole pack is, actually. They got a question. They got an Insta Pump Fury. They got a Zig 3D. Um, yeah, it's going down. May 21st, you got a Retro 4 Military Black Colorway full size run for the whole fam. Ain't bad either. The military. May twenty third. Great, but they cool basically. May twenty third. We finally getting the Rui Hachimura uh, PE exclusive, the Jordan Eight and the Jordan Thirty Six. I damn they gotta have these. Not for real yet, but I damn they gotta have these. The ones we talked about before the the, the tan colorways, and then Crocs yeah, got their yeah. pack coming out as well. Um, last but not least, May twenty fifth. Next time we check in, you got the Jordan One High OG Heritage release. Uh, for the ladies Send us those kick pics Let us know what, how this week is looking Did you ever get your hands on them Iversons bro Or we, or we should just stop talking about it all together Look man Look man Reebok treated me like I was Phoenix in game 7 bro Damn Lucas special They did me dirty They did me dirty Let's get off into the game show before we wrap Let's do it it's quick and easy, I think. The last time that the Warriors and the Mavericks met in a Western Conference final, right? Oh. Nah, not Western Conference Finals. I think it's just the last time they met in the playoffs. Wait, what year? Oh seven. Okay, that was 07. 07? Yeah, that first round. You got 30 seconds to name me the starting five from the We Believe Golden State Warriors. And your time starts now. Oh, you had B. Diddy. You had uh, Steven Jackson. Uh... Damn, I'm trying to remember who was the center on that team. Nah, 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 nah. Damn, was it a Donald Foyle? No, they went small. Al Harrington. Uh, Ten seconds. Uh, bro, I'm forgetting somebody. <laughs> it's gonna kill me. It's gonna kill me when I hear a name. I already feel it in my soul. Damn it. 
I couldn't remember if Monte was starting yet or not. <laughs> I don't think he was. He was. Was he? Yeah. Yeah, B. Diddy Monte. That's the only one you was Steph. Okay. Oh, who was it? It was the Donald Foyle? Uh, Beardrins. Beardrins. That's who I was missing. Donald Foyle came Le- off the Left. Both of them lefty motherfuckers. <laughs> did B. Did, did B. Diddy, he dunked on Karolinko. He ain't dunk on Dirk. Yeah. Yeah, that was Karolinko. Yeah. Uh, that was the last time we. AK. That was the last time we saw Karolinko as a threat. <laughs> <laughs> last time we saw AK. Shout outs before that? we get up out of here. What's your shout outs for the week, bro? Hey man, I'm gonna give a shout out to uh, you know, I want to give a shout out to the the young blood coaches, man. Ime Doka. I know just I know this JK a third go around, but it's kind of a fresh start for him. Nice. Um. Uh, just doing a great job, man, and getting their teams to where they got them this year. Um, also, give a big, big shout out to James Harden for ending the shooting guard debate for us. We didn't even have to do anything. <laughs> I really appreciate him taking away the work um, that we would have had to do to uh, do that. And then I also want to thank uh, Chris Paul for single-handedly making uh our homie chris the only important chris left um that's all i got though man obviously the fam but you know that that's really all i got (laughs) my fellow tourists too (laughs) don't claim him (laughs) don't claim him bro I got to. I ain't gonna do him like that. It's just it, it feels sad. It's the Charles Barkley, Patrick Ewing syndrome. But yeah, man, keep hope alive, folks. <laughs> Shout out to me, man. This birthday mean a lot. We're officially two years in with the pod. You know what I'm saying a lot of success, a lot of love, a lot of support. We appreciate y'all most definitely. Uh, on a personal note, the kid been going through some real serious trauma, real serious shit. And so when it come down to pod, and this is a release for me, uh, whatever you do, do it with passion, do it with love. You know what I'm saying? Family over everything. I don't care what nobody tell you. Without family, you ain't shit. So uh, I appreciate everybody that listens to this, even if it's for two seconds. I appreciate everybody that reaches reaches out, shows support, shows love, any subscriptions. Anybody that did the paywall, anybody that's ever reposted, anybody that's ever said anything positive about what came out of the pandemic. This was something that I put my heart, my blood, my sweat, my tears into. Uh, You know what I'm saying? It's ordained by the most high. The only birthday wish I want from anybody outside of subscribing. You feel me? (laughs) The only thing that I wish is for you to... uh, be of service to the people that you love and care about. And uh, and more important, be kind to one another. You know what I'm saying? There's far too little of that going around in the world today. So do something nice for somebody. If you, Even if you got to blame it on somebody, do it in my name. You dig what I'm saying? Um, I love basketball. I love working in sports. I love being able to give my opinion because I feel like I got something to say, something to sell you in value. Um, and a lot of people don't feel that way. It's a lot of people that's going through things out here that, have been brought to their knees because of what's what's on their mind, on their heart, happening in their life every day. Like, 
MG and I are afforded the luxury to be able to have strong opinions and confidence in ourselves to be able to speak to one another and fellowship when it comes to our love for sports. Like the NBA has been really good to me. But um, I've been going through some shit, man, like some serious shit. And if it wasn't for the NBA, if it wasn't for the Hit Me podcast, if it wasn't for my family, and if it wasn't for God, I don't know if I would have made it this far to see this birthday, to to revel in it, to, you know what I'm saying, embellish in it and just be blessed, man. I really feel like everything that is happening in my life is happening for a reason, one way or the other. But um, I'm blessed beyond measure, bro. You a part of that. I appreciate you for thugging with me, for believing in what we doing and keeping this train rolling. So shout out to me, <laughs> shout out to MG. You did what I'm saying? Appreciate you, bro. But uh, I'm going to use this birthday as a stepping stone for, for for increase. You know what I'm saying? January 1st, I pray for increase, bro, and everything, and finances, and family, and love, and friendship. I pray for increase, and we're going to continue to keep growing. And with that being said, we want to make sure we keep the audience increasing and growing. Make sure y'all rate, review, and subscribe. Bust that subscribe button down with some C4. You feel me? The YouTube video is on the way you go right in there type in the hit me and podcast and inject this heat rock into your veins every time we do it one more time for the people in the back don't forget to hit us up the hit me and podcast at gmail.com for the mailbag y'all tap in with the socials at hit me and podcast at labeled and on at virtuoso sports only on blitzsportsnetwork.com 24 hours a day seven days a week don't ever forget in your life playboy what happened here was a miracle, and I want you to f***ing acknowledge it. Damn right. All right, it was a miracle. Can we go now? Y'all shed his happy birthday with the kid. We gone. See y'all next week. Holla.